Welcome to another episode of Whips Whatever Happened To, where we really, really need some kind of slogan like, uh, I don't know, looking to the past to prove that there is a future. I just made that up on the fly. That's why it sucked. But we can come up with something. Anyway, you got any suggestions? Let me know. Anyway, today, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take you back to the year 2010, which is the year, just to get your headspace right, in which some of the top news items in the United States included the explosion of the Deepwater Horizon oil rig in the Gulf of Mexico, worst oil spill in American history, later to become a Mark Wahlberg movie. Now, in June of 2010, Patrick Kane's overtime goal in Game 6 in Philadelphia had the Blackhawks winning their first Stanley Cup title in 49 years, and lots of Chicago fans will never forget that one. It was the first of three Cups they would win over a six-year period. It was also the year that Instagram debuted, and speaking of platforms that rule our worlds today, by that time, YouTube was in its fifth year of existence and had established itself already as the dominant site for online video content around the world. And with that came the emergence of something called the YouTube star. What we now know as viral fame was definitely already in existence, but basically in its infancy. It was really just becoming a thing. And one of the YouTubers who became known to millions of people starting in 2010 was a 15-year-old kid from Elmhurst, Illinois, named Keenan Cahill. Now, if you don't necessarily know the name, and I know lots of people do, but if you don't know the name, I think you would remember the face if you saw a clip from one of his videos in which he would sit in front of a camera in his bedroom and lip sync to pop songs. And when his YouTube fame really, really hit, it wasn't just him sitting in front of that camera anymore. A bunch of stars, and I mean A-list musicians, started showing up in videos with him, sometimes right there in his bedroom. His channel racked up hundreds of thousands of subscribers and literally hundreds of millions of views. And I am talking A-list stars, Katy Perry, Andy Grammer, LMFAO, 50 Cent, Ariana Grande, Tyra Banks, so many more. Keenan Cahill has worked with all of them and even appeared on award shows. He was invited on stage with Katy Perry. But guess what? Keenan Cahill is now 26 years old, and I caught up with him here in 2021 to see what it was like to be an A-list YouTuber as a teenager and what it has been like since. Hi. Hey, what's up? I'm glad this worked. Yeah. <laughs> so, Keenan, let's go back to the beginning, if we can, because I'm going to call you a pioneer. And the reason I'm going to call you a pioneer is because you were one of the first people, at least by my count, to become a YouTube superstar. You think that's fair and you think that makes sense? Do you think of yourself that way? Um, Honestly, I, I don't. Uh, but I'm pretty sure you'd ask everybody else and they'd say either yes or no. Um. I feel like I was a pioneer in a way where it was kind of that I can do whatever I want sort of thing. Um, a lot of people, I know like people like Smosh and uh, Shane Dawson and back in the day and all these other like big YouTubers were getting like their own content and everything like that. And mine was just a little different. I think mine was in the sense of I'm just like, oh, it's just funny and fun. Um, I think that was kind of like more of like my, like my shtick because everything was like, 
pretty, I don't want to say scripted, but it was pretty like neat and polished where mine was kind of just like, let's just do whatever. So were you a fan of different YouTubers already when you started making your own videos? Um, I, I guess I wouldn't say like, well, I, I watched a bunch of YouTubers. I wasn't, um, like kind of dedicated, uh, like a dedicated fan to like one or two, but I would like, you know, subscribe and like come back and check it out and stuff like that. Um, but I actually, when I first started YouTube, I didn't really know what it was. I kind of just actually heard it from other like schoolmates and stuff like that. And I was like, what is YouTube? So like when I got on it, I was like, what, what do you do on here? Like, I know you make videos, but, like, what what do you do? So um, it, it was very, like, new and different for me. So I, I kind of eventually knew who people were on YouTube, but I never became, like, oh, my gosh, I have to watch them every single time they put out a video and stuff like that. Did, so. you, did you eventually develop, um, because you have dedicated fans that are that way, did you eventually develop into a fan of other people where you did subscribe and say, like, I got to see what this person's putting out every single time um yeah it, it was more of like the video game stuff because like the video game stuff started picking up um around when my like channel got bigger um like let's plays and stuff so that was kind of like more of like what i was gearing to gearing towards like watching and wanted to watch like on my time off so i would subscribe to a couple of them um and then of course like i'd see like what other major youtubers are doing from now like from time to time and um you know like we eventually started seeing like big companies like rooster teeth and stuff like that like put out their content and i would come and like look at their stuff sometimes too so when you first started doing it was it literally just for fun did you expect anybody to check it out and what i guess did you have any expectations for it being seen beyond i don't know you your family your friends not really. I like. I kind of just like put it up to put it up. I said like screw it, because <laughs> um, it's there. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, uh, well. And then all of a sudden, when things started happening, I was like, okay, I guess I'll go with this. <laughs> And then when you started getting people um, watching it, so did you first become aware of uh, the word viral is so, um, I don't know, the word viral is so overused, but of its viralness based on maybe people recognizing you around town or people telling you, hey, man, I saw you on this. Or did you just see how many views it was getting and realize it that way? Um, it, yeah, it was pretty much like the views, like the view, cause uh, yeah, viral is definitely different than it was like a couple of years ago. Um, like there's so much stuff on YouTube now. It's just like somebody can get easily get like 3 million views now. And it's just like, Oh yeah, no, it's whatever. But back then, like if you got 3 million views, it was like, Oh my God, like you're actually doing something like what people want to see and stuff. So uh, everything like. That was kind of like the feeling of like, okay, maybe it's going somewhere, but actually getting recognized and, you know, off the streets and even like not even just in Chicago, but like in other like states, like in Florida and like Michigan and New York and stuff like that. That was kind of like, okay, I guess. I guess, I guess people actually watch me. So, numbers. Yeah, and by the way, let me just tell you that uh, for, for many of us, we would still love to even uh, sniff 3 million views 
on anything. <laughs> but I know there are. I know that it is such a crowded landscape that like everybody and their mother is doing stuff like this in one way or another because the platforms are just so available and easy to use for everybody now. But trust me, you still shouldn't sneeze at the three million views. So you should be proud. I mean, I'm definitely not like against it. I'm just. It's, it was just kind of like, oh yeah, like a lot of people can get like a lot of views. I yeah. mean, it's definitely even like just getting a hundred thousand is like really good. So how did you get it to where some of these stars, and we're talking like major big time A-list musicians uh, ended up doing the videos with you. And some of them, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, uh, maybe not all of them, or some of them ended up in your actual bedroom in your house doing videos with you, right? I mean, Jason Derulo, Tyra Banks, David Guetta. I know you at least got on stage with Katy Perry, right? And and 50 Cent was in your room. How did that all even happen? It seems surreal. Um, it was like, it was very odd. Um, I mean, when I, it, the videos that, like, you know, Teenage Dream got noticed by Katy Perry, and it was like, okay, that's the start of the YouTube stuff. And eventually, what happened was Chelsea Handler at the time was, uh, dating 50 Cent. And he was, and she was like, you know, I don't want to, like, upstage him or something like that. So I'm going to do a video thing. And then she was like, no, I don't want to. And she's like, well, wait. How about we have 50 Cent do it? Because 50 would love Keenan, and that'd be, like, so funny. So immediately, 50 Cent's like, yeah, I definitely want to do it. So we do Down on Me. And, of course, I'm getting uh, messages everywhere from, like, rappers and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, my gosh, can you please, like, do a song with me and stuff like that? And, like, we're all like, yeah, that's that's to be expected. But um, eventually, uh, a lot of, like, different other stars and stuff like that were like, that's really cool. I really want to do that, too. So it was kind of like, the, like oh, you, 50 Cent did it, so now I want to do it, too. So eventually, you know, like, we, it would just be, like, even just Jason Derulo was kind of just on the fly. Okay. We were in L.A. and, like, at an award show, and we're like, can we do a bit, like, video? And he's like, oh, yeah, I was waiting for you guys to ask me. That's awesome. So you're 15 years old at the time, and you're literally doing collaborations with these, you know, top-of-the-line pop stars. Uh, what was the reaction from your friends and your family and people you knew? Uh, I mean, I, they, they still can't believe it. It was, yeah, a lot of them were like, oh, my gosh, like, I wonder who you're going to get next or something like that. Um, and, like, even just meeting, like, random people. Like, I've met Lionel Richie, like, twice, and I was just like, Oh, I met Lionel Richie. <laughs> uh, he's a legend. Now he collabs with Katy Perry, I guess, right on American Idol. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, 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 it was definitely for them. They're like, this is cool. We have like a celebrity in our family, but like at the end of the day, it's just like I'm the same person. So they're like, that's cool. That's awesome. And like we support it and everything like that. And, like I wonder who's gonna and what's next for you and stuff like that. Um, but it was never like. Oh my gosh, like try to like, you know, be fans about it or whatever they're kind of just like that's really cool. Just like if you ever meet this person, tell them I say hi. <laughs> so did you ever end up meeting somebody that your family said, Tell them I said hi? Maybe Lionel Richie? Maybe I didn't say about Lionel Richie and they were like, You met Lionel Richie? I was like, Yeah. Um, oh no, my sister really wanted to meet Shakira and she actually said hi to her. She's like, Oh my gosh. So at that point, literally, I'm just going to guess that you probably were recognized. We sort of covered it earlier, but you probably were recognized just about everywhere you went at that point, correct? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay. And what would people say? Um, oh, it's, hey, it's the YouTube kid. 
Oh, are you kidding? Kale? Stuff like that. Um, I mean, of course, like I try to like take pictures with everybody I can. Uh Um, so it, it, a majority of the time it was like a lot in like the airports. Um, so it was always just like, all right, I have to get a flight, but I definitely, I want to take a picture and everything like that, which, you know, it always could be like, either they're like nice about it. Like, Oh, okay. And then like, there's some people just like, Oh, wow. You're an a-hole. It's like, I have a flight to get to, or I'm not going to. Yeah. That's the curse of fame right there. I think you were living it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's still, it was still, it's still awesome. I mean, I still get it today when people want to say hi. I'm like, Oh, I remember your videos and stuff like that. Um, it's, it's definitely, definitely a cool experience. Do people want to do videos with you and then put them on YouTube? Yeah, a, a lot of people do want like the sort of a lot. I've been getting a lot of shoutouts recently. A lot of people want shoutouts for me. Okay, um, which is totally fine. Like I'll I'll do it. So your channel, as I look at it, has seven hundred twenty-two thousand subscribers. Your views, if you add them all up, in literally the hundreds of millions. Uh, so uh, that's got to be a pretty incredible feeling. Do you get any? Do you get any awards for stuff like that? Do they send you a trophy? Um, they usually do for subscribers. Okay. Um, if you have like, if you have like a hundred thousand or I think it's 500,000 and then like a million and then like 10 million. Um, they don't send anything for views, unfortunately, but uh, they should, they really should. Yeah. Uh, and so you have music of your own. Is that correct? Yeah. And so could you tell me a little bit about that and whatever new stuff you have going on now? Yeah. Um, so I actually just recently got a song, um, a uh, tender heart uh, with Riley Shea, um, and the whole the whole I want to say maybe it's been like four or five years. I've been working on just making like producing and stuff like that, becoming like a DJ and stuff like that. I actually went to college for uh, for an audio degree, uh, oh. bachelor's in science. Where did you go to college? Uh, it was a it's a place called uh, Cogswell College okay. in um, San Jose. So. I went there for four years, um, learned everything from like audio engineering, sound design, uh, mixing and mastering, setting up a studio, stuff like that. You should be recording this interview and sending it to me. <laughs> you could, it probably would sound better. <laughs> if I have the equipment, I'd, <laughs> I'd love to. But yeah, it's 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 like the whole five years I've been working on, um, you know, my sound and production and everything like that, and making sure it's polished and sounds amazing, and you know, having music that stands on its own if my name's not on it. So well, that's beautiful, and so people can see you on your YouTube channel, and they can hear you on your YouTube channel. Anywhere else they can find you if they're looking. Uh, SoundCloud, uh, it's just Keenan Cahill, uh, for everything. Um, I'm on Spotify, of course, YouTube, uh, Twitter, which is just Keenan Cahill, Instagram, Keenan Cahill, um, every music platform that you can find music, uh, digitally. Well, it is great to catch up with you. And, uh, that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast. Just kind of catch up with people that we got to know a little while ago. And uh, I did see you on WGN. I know your friends, well, I don't, I don't know if you're friends, but it, I know that they did a collaboration with you where they came into your bedroom at one point and, uh, and lip synced with you. So I know that you've got a relationship with those guys who are fantastic. Yeah, uh, they actually, it was funny because I didn't know about about it, but my mom was actually watching WGM the day uh, Robin was just like, yeah, what's Keenan doing? 
you know what? I'm gonna, uh, we should have an interview. And like the next day, I got a call from WGM. That's sort of how I ended up thinking of it, too. And I'm so happy that we caught up with you because I think you are a face that literally everybody recognizes. You know, you were pretty ubiquitous <laughs> there uh, while, while the YouTube thing was exploding. And again, like I said, uh, if there ever is, or maybe there is, and I just don't know it, a YouTube Hall of Fame, you should be a first ballot YouTuber Hall of Famer, Keenan Cahill. Uh, thank you. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. Thanks again for talking to us. Great to hear you're doing well, and it's great to hear things are uh, going so well. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. And thank you for listening to another Whatever Happened To podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, and I will see you next time on Whips Whatever Happened To. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.